Please stay tuned. You with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand. Yes, at the time of the morning, uh, where we are joined by our favourite uh, Mufti Brian Smith on uh, Quickfire Q and A. Mufti Sab is there in uh, Northern Natal. He's in Darnakal, hey, in the coal mine village, and from the Boa from the mountains to a village near coal mine or a redundant uh, coal mine. Mufti Ibrahim Smith. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Tell me how you doing this fine, a beautiful Jumma morning. Waalaikum salam warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Shafat Yusuf, our technical team and all our listeners out there. MashaAllah, indeed, a wonderful, beautiful, uh, glorious Jumma day. Yes, I'm out of Cape Town. Uh, you know, I will be back home soon, inshallah. Yeah, I tell you, hey, for long, Nasay Kaap, for long, for Dimiros, Okay, uh, looking at our questions here. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti and team. May you all always be under Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's protection. I mean, telecom emergency top up, is it permissible to use or is it uh, interest bearing? That extra one rand you must pay in after purchasing airtime or data, please advise. Jazakallah khair, wassalam, Mufti Saab. Yes, uh, Shafat, if there's an agreement between uh, Telcom and between the purchaser that they've got a cash and a credit price, you know, the cash price is uh, 10 rand for 10 rand airtime or data uh, that a person gets once a person uh, buys prepaid airtime. Then they've got another separate contract that if a person purchases on credit, uh, the price will be different. And that is agreed upon beforehand, then it will be permissible to use the emergency uh, top-up. If a person is unaware and didn't agree to the prior and then, of course, it will not be permissible because then they're charging a different price, and that will constitute a riba and interest, and the person cannot use that. So generally, out there, I think people are aware that uh, if they agree, uh, if they know the rules and the regulations of uh, Telcom and their sales agreement, so uh, then they can use it also, inshallah. Gee. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Saab. If a breastfed baby vomits on you, can you still read Salah? If the breastfed baby is not eating solids, uh, Shafat, then of course it can, so normally six months and under, then it can just be washed off, you know, uh, that will be, a, a clothes will be considered dark and a pure and clean snow. So, but as a precaution also, it is always best thing to remove, uh, any impurities from one, uh, clothing, you know, uh, what the Yabakavadah here is, the Quran says in Surah Mutakir, that keep your, cl- your clothes always in a clean condition because you're standing in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, gee. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti and Shafa. Sad to hear COVID-19 claiming so many lives. Why don't government uh, listen to Dr. Nasiba Kathrada and permit Iva Mekton, Mufti Saab? Yes, uh, Shafat, I just heard yesterday that uh, one of our colleagues, you know, I think that he shared a platform with you also, uh, Ibrahim, uh, Uncle Ibrahim, he was formerly known, uh, you know, so he also passed away from the MCF. Uh, he did a show also about uh, traveling. So, so many good people we are losing, and yes, the number of deaths uh, is escalating. And then uh, Dr. Nasiba Katrada and uh, more than 100 other doctors also penned a letter uh, asking the government to please uh, permit the usage of uh, ivermectin as it is uh, working across the globe and uh, elsewhere. So I don't know why are we being taken as collateral damage, and why can't the government see perhaps there's no money to be made in the issuance of uh, ivermectin. Whatever the reasons is, uh, people uh, should not wait for the government to come to 
to their rescue. Show me where in the world did the government uh, rescue people ever. If people don't take uh, this pandemic by the wants and uh, use uh, medication and other means uh, that is permissible and safe, and the efficacy of that has been established, uh, then of course more people will die. So we need to apply our own intellect and intelligence also and use other permissible means that is available, Chief. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Saab. My job entails uh, preparing interest-bearing loans or uh, papers for clients. I do not witness the actual loan. Is my income halal? If you do not witness the actual RIBA transaction, I mean, you know, there to give the loan and record, uh, then, of course, you're only preparing documents, taking the client's details, etc., uh, proof of residence and other things that is associated with uh, the preparation of these type of documents, uh, then your job will be permissible because you are not a shy a witness to the actual uh, transaction of uh, two people where they participate in a, u- a usury agreement, in an interest agreement. So then your income will be permissible, inshallah. Mufti Saab, uh, mashallah, because uh, I'm looking at this uh, question here and it's uh, really, uh, you know, uh, it makes me think because those people that have many trees around, hey, the, the, the jinn is on the tree. And it says, Assalamu alaikum, can I cut down a tree that is in the way? I don't want to get haunted. Now, Mufti Saab, I have so many yeah. trees haunted. That lady committed suicide from there. Oh, there's jinn on the tree. Hey, Mufti Saab, tell us, uh, how do you answer? Yes, uh, the environment is very, very important for us in trees, uh, plays a specific role. And I'm sure we all know that, you know, in the production of oxygen also, and uh, trapping also other uh, disastrous chemicals that uh, we as humanity emit. And we in need of those greenery shafat. So if it doesn't cause harm, physical harm to people, then let it be. You can trim it. You can ask people to trim it. That is, of course, if it, if it is in your property. If it is not in your property, then you do not have a say in that. Let you need uh, to get the permission of the owners of that particular tree. Uh, before you do anything uh, to that particular tree, you know, before chopping it off, etc. Uh, otherwise, uh, it is best then to leave it intact and just uh, uh, prune it and uh, trim it a little bit, inshallah, and uh, for that also you will be rewarded, G. Now, Mufti Sahib, is it true that your favorite tree is a lemon tree? I love lemons, uh, Shafat. Uh, I don't know why, but uh, I love lemons. I, I recently planted, and I hope that it will grow soon in Cape Town. You know, there's so many benefits uh, in the usage of uh, lemon, especially for various types of diseases, etc. So, uh, and because of, it, of its taste, you know, and, uh, it uh, alkalizes all the acid uh, in a person's stomach as well. So, yes, it is very good, G. Yeah, I got two lemon trees. They say, hey, don't worry, when we bear fruit, we'll give Mufti some. Well, it's a deal. Mm-hmm. You come Inshallah. here. Inshallah. Why do Hanifis need four people for Jumwa and Shafis need 40? Hey, these Shafis, hey, they need more and more. Mufti Saab? Yes, very good question. So in the Hanafi Badab, the minimum requirement is for that is including the Imam for Salatul Jumu'ah to be valid. And uh, they have their proof, uh, it just says the Shafis have their proof, uh, Shafat. So the proof in the Hanafi Madad is uh, the word that Allah says, Fasau ila dikrila in Surah Jumu'ah that a person needs to hasten uh, towards uh, Jumu'ah Salah, you know, and that the plural is being used in that verb and uh, the minimum uh, that constitutes a Jumu'ah, of course, is three. So that's why their ruling is based on that. Uh, that is part of their ruling. Now, for the Shafi'i people, they take the proof uh, that the first Jumu'ah that was conducted in Medina to Munawwara, the blessed city of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, as he mentioned in Fakhubari also in other places as well, uh, Mustadrak of Hakim, that uh, it had 40 people. So from that Imam Shafi'i, Rahimahullah Ta'ala, deduced the ruling that the minimum uh, amount of people for a Jumu'ah to be considered valid in the Shafi'i Madhab is 40 people. So both 
uh, of these madhabs is correct. You know, those who practice on the Hanafi madhab, that uh, indeed they are following the correct verdict, and those practicing the Shafi madhab, they also uh, following a correct verdict. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Saba. This is a very sensitive question I would like to address. Uh, I notice uh, that both uh, my wife and I, we cuss and curse under our breath each other. Is this jadu on us, Mufti Saab? It is not good for a wife and a husband to have such a toxic relationship. Shafat, you know, we should always ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to place love, mercy, and affection between uh, the couple. Yes, sometimes there's uh, outside uh, uh, effects that uh, falls on a couple, you know, that it's very, very good to read your protection, to ask your eye to course, etc. And uh, if you see that the problem persists, then call in a specialist and army who's also an alim that can assist in uh, the situation. Also, it is very, very good to read Surah Yusuf and blow it on some sweet beats and give it to the opposite spouse. And in that way, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, will bring about a change, inshallah. We must remember, there's always, uh, you know, that it is mentioned in the Quran also, that uh, the evil people, they learned the skills of how to separate between a husband and a wife. So that is always known. Sometimes because of the blessings that Allah has given upon a particular couple and how they display it on social media, that attracts the evil eye also. So live a private life. Uh, keep uh, uh, your things to yourself and only tell the people the very minimum that they need to know. Well said the Mufti Saman. Handsome Yusuf said, Allah is enough for me. Beautiful, beautiful Nasiyah coming through this yeah. morning on Quickfire Q&A with Mufti Ibrahim Smith. Well, um, this uh, question says, Assalamu alaikum, Mufti. One Sheikh uh, claims um, uh, what, anti, uh, what anti-vaxxers are the cause of many people dying of COVID-19. Is this correct? Anti-vaxxers, Mufti Saab? Anti-vaxxers are actually a, a term given to those people who doesn't believe in uh, vaccines, inoculations, and vaccinations. So they, that is a term that they've coined uh, recently and call those people anti-vaxxers, uh, Shafat. And uh, the other people that are pro-vaccination and pro-vaccines and pro-inoculations, they are called, of course, pro-vaxxers. So you cannot blame people who are anti-inoculations. Uh, uh, you cannot call them anti-vaxxers. And you cannot blame them for the death of uh, the people or those people dying of COVID-19. You must remember the Quran beautifully says it, Wa COVID didn't uh, kill people, you know, that Allah says uh, no soul can leave this world, can depart, can make parda from this world except with the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, according to a prescribed time. So this uh, particular virus, it is only a means for people to leave this world, but their death has already been ordained by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Anyone who believes contrary, that of course his kufr believes, you know, he should rectify uh, his or her iman in a return in repentance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Can a flower seller prepare a flower bouquets of a Christian funerals? Very good. Yes, uh, if a person is uh, selling flowers, a flower seller, and he prepares bouquets, etc., without uh, religious connotations, meaning there's no cross attached to that and other relics that forms part of uh, Christianity or their belief system, then it would be permissible because uh, selling flowers is permissible, Shafat. However, if a person attaches uh, these uh, Christian connotations uh, and relics like crosses, etc., then he's aiding and abetting in sin and transgression, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has uh, prohibited us from doing that. Says the Quran, do not assist one another in sin and transgression. So you're violating a direct prohibition of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and from Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So then in that case, it would not be permissible for you to sell such bouquets.
Mufti is uh, eating gutka, the same as smoking, which is worse. I think both is equal in a, in a ruling shafat because I mean, if you've seen people eating gutka, uh, their teeth become rotten and stained in the red, and uh, it's, it's a, it's a comp- uh, complete uh, disgusting scene, you know, spitting everywhere, making the holes in the holes, uh, and now they're walking, some of them with bottles, also spit bottles. So, uh, of course, that is not only macro in dislike, but you can see it is a prohibitive also because uh, you're causing harm to your body, and it has been proven that these things uh, are taken from the beetle nuts, gutka, uh, you know, it's one of the elements in the ingredients in there and other things, uh, masala, the egg. So uh, people should uh, avoid these things because it becomes addictive and uh, it is a good uh, display of uh, Islamic uh, character to walk around with a mouth that is soiled in a red and other things. You know, a Muslim should always look neat and tidy. So that and smoking basically is the same ruling according to Nishafad. Yes, Mufti Saab, you were in Pakistan for many years. Uh, <laughs> I, you, you, your students were naughty. Yeah? Yeah. How many good cars you had then, Mufti Saab? You know, I went to Pakistan and people actually, they give it on the train. Travelers need to be very, very careful uh, when going that side. Travelers up uh, through Afghanistan and those places, uh, those just all buy from and who you buy from. uh, And they rather abstain from these things. Uh, We ascertained uh, and asked them about these type of things, you know, because it was mostly foreign to us. And then when we learned about it, uh, luckily we didn't uh, partake in uh, eat from those things. Well, uh, Yusuf, yeah, be careful. You got that in. Near the uh, Afghani border, hey, the good cardio, the opium, be careful, people. Pass off. Uh, very dangerous. <laughs> Mufti Saab, uh, some people who recovered from COVID-19 say they felt possessed uh, during the sickness. Uh, my th- Your thoughts, uh, Mufti? I've heard about this, Shafat, from a credible and a reliable witnesses as well, and people who suffered from COVID-19, and alhamdulillah, they've recovered as well. So that is not uh, impossible, because you must remember that in one narration also it is mentioned that the plagues are normally escaping uh, from our brother the jinn. Is the Nabi alayhi salatu salam, so it's a piercing and a stabbing from the jinnat. So uh, in that case, if people feel that, uh, they were possessed in Sadaqa Rasulullah, the Nabi alayhi salam spoke the truth, because they could be the after effects of the stabbing of the jinn. We know the devastating effects, uh, the touching of jinn nowadays upon human beings, and uh, they can see us and we cannot see them, you know. So we cannot discard the testimony. A person knows what he feels and how he feels when he is sick, you know. Uh, that's why pers- two people with the flu have different symptoms and uh, they have different strength as well. So we cannot dis- uh, uh, discount the, the feelings that those people were feeling, jinn. Is it haram to distribute ivermectin as the government declared it illegal? Yes, sir, they've declared it illegal, so it's a punishable offense. We saw what the, how they raided Ahmad Al-Qadi Hospital. Uh, there's so many other crimes happening in and around other places, but they felt it is very, very important and necessary uh, to rid South Africa from this miracle, wonder drug called ivermectin that uh, Safra has approved of years ago, and it is found on their website as well. So, of course, something can be uh, uh, illegal, but it is still halal and permissible. So, as long as you do not get caught, uh, then it will be permissible to distribute each of that. Uh, then, uh, of course, uh, you will be benefiting people in uh, general, inshallah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward you abundantly uh, for those people who have distributed and still continue distributing this, albeit secret of Assalamu alaikum. If I pay too much as a car this year, can I subtract it from next year's amount, Mufti? 
Yes, if you are the car, if you have the amount of misab what, uh, it, uh, at your disposal, and uh, you feel, felt and calculated that you've given too much, then next year when your zakat date is due again, you will see if you are zakatable, uh, meaning to discharge the zakat by looking at your misab, and then from there you will only subtract and give the balance out in zakat what is due the following year. It is hundred percent from a Mufti, is it a compulsory to reply to written greetings on social media, or can we just? Ignore it. People are getting bombarded. Left, right, and center. Juma, Juma Mubarak. Assalamu alaikum. Barakalafikum. Mashallah. Mufti Sahab? Yes, Shafad. Now you can imagine I have three cell phones and I get over 20,000 messages, 30,000 messages a day. I don't get a chance to read all my messages, you know. But you, can, you, you, you cannot ignore it. If a person sends salams to you of written assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh, those are the type of greetings that you have to reply and you need to reply to. It is wajib uh, for you to respond to it. Whether is the glorious Quran, you know, that reply in a beautiful manner or better than that when someone has greeted you. However, Shafat, you do not need to reply in a writing form. You can reply verbally also and that will be valid as well as long as you are replying. You do not have to reply to WSLM or Salam or SLM Salam, etc. or SLM Z because that doesn't constitute a greeting. It is only a few words, uh, uh, particles that has been put together to give the impression of uh, being Salam. Only reply to those greetings, etc. Assalamu alaikum or assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Yeah, this is the voice note and rocket people. Yeah, wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yeah, you got the time. Do it. Uh, assalamu alaikum, Mufti Saab. I heard a few of your bayans that were shared. Well said and straightforward. Why do we have to side with different ulama groups? Can't they all just get along and show leadership? Powerful, powerful Lead- question there. Gee, Shifad, leadership is what uh, the Ummah needs, not only South Africa, but across the globe now. We need the ulama to display beautiful character. Uh, you know, do not be easily provoked. You do not re- need to respond to everything out there also. And if you do respond, try to respond academically, uh, not uh, mudslinging and character assassination and all these type of things, you know. It doesn't be put ulama to act in uh, this uh, inappropriate manner. We all wish that the ulama can unite, but even in their differences, there's a Blessing for the Ummah as long as the differences is sound and uh, uh, purely academically, and as long as it is not differences of the heart, Shafat, and we shouldn't try to win people over, let people decide who they want to follow. It doesn't mean that your fatwa needs to, to be the absolute gospel, and if people don't agree with you, then you become angry. Or how many likes and tweets and retweets and, and all these type of things. That is irrelevant. It won't benefit you in this world and it will not benefit you in the year after. So we always speak to the ulama, the fraternity, that please uh, be responsible and be careful what you say and how you say it. Because in the court of public opinion, people will find you guilty. And when that happens, the chance that you might not be used again uh, to serve the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a real possibility. Jeez. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Saba. What is your views on the Mozambican uh, couple who spent $400,000 for a wedding in Dubai? Maybe it's just jealousy, but I feel it's wrong, Mufti Saab. Mufti Saab? Shafat, I will tell you, Butunu Fukara, Ahakwa Aula Bihada, that the bellies of the poor people is more in need than lavish weddings. And uh, even those people that attend these weddings, uh, where there's extravagance, etc., they need to speak up ulama as well. But 
Because you must remember, if there's ulama present at uh, these type of weddings, where the rich people congregate in the poor people, imagine now during COVID-19, so many jobless uh, people out there, so many people are dying from hunger. Every 10 seconds, a child dies of hunger somewhere in the globe, which is a bigger killer than COVID-19. Yet, uh, we turn up, uh, our eyes, uh, we make like, uh, we uh, deaf, dumb, and blind, you know. So when you see ulama also attending gatherings like this, they know, according to some narrations, that that guy is in reality a crook, a certified crook, uh, because he's uh, making tawaf around the rich people and not speaking the truth where he needs uh, to speak the truth when uh, given uh, the podium. So wasting so much money, Shafat, during these times, of course, in Naumabadiri, the Kami, Huwanu Shayateen, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala declared them the brothers of the Shayateen. It is haram to indulge and engage in it. Uh, such type of extravagance, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, forgive all those people who were involved in those things, Jim. Assalamu alaikum, uh, Mufti Saab and uh, Shafa'at. I'm a senior Muslimah, and uh, I was told recently uh, not to call my beloved Molana Molana because uh, someone told me that Mo, uh, Molana as uh, Allah is uh, Mola. Uh, you can't call him a Molana. So, yeah, poor Auntie Habiba is being uh, worried, uh, distressed, uh, Mufti Sahib. Is this true? <laughs> yes, definitely. Allah's our Mawlana. Shifat, that word, there's so many meanings. But Nawi, Rahimullah Ta'ala, mentions it in a specific book, how many meanings the word Mawla is. You must remember, Imam Bukhari, Rahimullah Ta'ala, also mentions it in his book. And then he brings a narration with Zayd, Rabbiullah one of the beloved uh, Sahaba of the Nabi, alayhi salam. He, the Nabi alayhi salatu salam actually called him anta akhuna wa maulana that you are our brother and our maula. So maula means free slave, maula means master, maula is a title given to a, a senior person, etc. It means a person that benefits uh, so, uh, security, uh, protector, all these things, you know, so so many meanings. In one place in the Quran, in Surah Hadid, Allah even mentions uh, Jahannam is maula, ya maulahum saying that the fire will be their friend and their, uh, their companion in the year after. So it is quite permissible to give uh, the title Baula or Baulada to our ulama. There is no disrespect and shirk regarded in a better shafat. Whoever makes a fitna about this, just to start the message. So many rubbish we read on social media nowadays, trying to fool the public out there, G. Yeah, Yusuf, I don't know if you got that, uh, Nasheed. Maulana, Maulana, ya Maulana. Hey, they love it in Cape Town. Yeah, I know that. I don't know if Mufti knows about that. Yeah, it's a beautiful yeah, one. <laughs> hey, we, we have to do a duo soon, uh, Mufti Saab. Maulana, Maulana, Ooh, ya Maulana. Inshallah. Can a female take the morning after pill, Mufti Saab? The morning after pill is a temporary uh, measure of shafa that a person used. So there's different reasons why people would use it. You know, if the female is married, of course, and uh, she feels she wants to retain her figure for her husband, or she suffers from some medical, or she's physically exhausted and not able to conceive a child, uh, then it is permissible before the, the ovaries or the eggs has been fertilized. If uh, the eggs has already been fertilized, then it would be like a, a pre-abortion. You are aborting a, a, a fetus, or at least a the eggs that is already been fertilized and uh, attached to the womb. So then the ruling will be different. Then you have to uh, carry on uh, with uh, your pregnancy. So basically, that is the ruling regarding the key. Mufti Saab, Assalamu alaikum. Uh, what is uh, up with the hijab tutorials? Hijab is supposed to make uh, you simple and be under the radar. But the new styles uh, really makes uh, them look even more wow. <laughs> Mufti Saab, your, your response. Uh, 
all signs of Qiyam al-Shifat hijab is something that is in the heart and reflected on the face. So if you have hijab in part of the inyad, then you will lower your gaze in the front in front of a strange men, etc. in public places. It is not something that you will adorn and put CK tattoos on and studs, etc. and all these funny, funny colors because that is attracting attention. And the primary reason for hijab is uh, not to attract attention from strange uh, people. You know, you should not even be uh, recognized unless people that is a sickness in the heart will start uh, molesting you. So do not mock the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or the teachings of the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. I've seen people are wearing hijab, uh, shafat, uh, uh, when I'm accompanying my wife, she'll point out and ask a particular fatwa is it permissible to wear a jeans and a, a t-shirt or a jeans and a, uh, some shirt and just a hijab. So people think it's only the covering of the face. No, it is much more deeper than that. Study the laws of hijab before you commit yourself to something, lest you should earn uh, the wrath of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, brother Tahir says, Assalamu alaikum. Uh, it's not a wow thing, uh, Brother Shaf and Mufti. I've seen diamond-studded pardas also. They're just losing it. Mufti Saab? Yes, diamond-studded, uh, rubies, emerald-crafted, etc. All things of uh, Qiyama. And now there's the branded names also, Shafat. One with, uh, I, I walked mm. past Adidas shop and they had a hijab with the Adidas logo on it and then Nike also follow suit. So all these things, it's all a commercial money-making thing. And our sincere Muslim sisters out there, they are falling trap uh, to the trap that shaitan is laid in front of them. So now Allah open their eyes, inshallah, and guide all our sisters out there, G. Yeah, it's a blatant uh, showing off, you know. I've arrived. I've got a Ferrari. Hey, headgear. Uh, I've got a hey, Lacoste. What about putting the big crocodile there? But the, hey, I'm Mufti Saab. Enough said, I think. Uh, your parting words uh, this morning. Uh, Allah, Allah guide and protect this Ummah Shafat. Allah grant the Jannah and Shahada to all the pathway of COVID-19. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alleviate uh, the suffering uh, and the plight of this Ummah and prevent us from uh, attending and uh, witnessing uh, extravagant uh, events, inshallah. Jazakumullah khairul jazah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. To all of you that sent in questions, a big jazakallah khaira to you, you and you. Yusuf, brilliant. Uh, you handle those questions well. Yeah, talking about Adidas hijab. I know about Adidas soccer boots. Yeah, talking about Puma. Hey, they won't put the Puma hijab. No, no. Yeah, too much like a Puma. Anyway, let's go to the uh, marketplace. And when we get back, inshallah, we'll uh, round up uh, the program. Please stay tuned. You with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand.